Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. We are at our final home stretch learning Seder Moe. Today we're doing Masechtas Chagiga Paragil, Mishnah Gimel, Mishnah Dalid, and we are in the middle of discussing 11 areas where we treat Kodesh, things of sacrificial nature, more stringent than we treat Truma, the tithes. Says our Mishnah, 10 stringency, Ochlin Ochlim Negevoyen Biyadai Musubaos Betruma. Let's say a person is munching on truma. Now, how did the truma get in their mouth? It didn't get in their mouth because they placed it there, but rather someone else places the truma in their mouth because this individual is actually tummy. Not a high level of tumma, but they are what's called a shenula tumma. It's only a shenula tumma if you are keeping track from when we discussed the various levels. Only food can actually be shenula tumma, and the rabbis decreed that someone's hands can become a sheni as well. Okay, the thing is as follows. The sheni uh, can, cannot transmit tumma to a chulin, to any ordinary food. Again, if you want to quickly go through it, avia tumma is a dead body, ava tumma is going to be whatever the dead body touches, or uh, nida, then mixing a regional tumma, a regional tumma could be a person, it could be kalim, it could be food, uh, utensils, it could be food. That regional can only can make a sheni only food, or, in our case, hands as well. So here's a person chewing on truma, and in their hands, they're like, you know, I want to eat a radish with the truma. They're allowed to pick up this radish so long as everything is dry and put it in their mouth because we're not concerned that their hands are going to make the radish tummy uh, because that's impossible. Uh, a radish cannot be, uh, a shani cannot make anything else tummy other than something that's truma tummy. So again, what's happening here is a person's eating truma, he can then pick up, and he's tummy, his hands are tummy, he can pick up a radish or an onion or whatever it may be, some other food, and eat it. Avalobo Kodesh, but not with Kodesh, but Kodesh, we are more stringent, and we're concerned maybe he'll potentially touch the Kodesh with his hands, not with nothing, and if he does that, the Kodesh is going to become impure. And we don't have that concern when it comes to Truma. However, if he does touch the Truma in his mouth, it doesn't cause an issue, but we're not concerned that maybe he'll touch the food, he'll just pop the radish in his mouth, whereas Kodesh, we have that concern. So that's a tenth stringency. Lastly, Onain, someone who is an Onain, that is someone who uh, one of the relatives passes away, umichusi kapurim, that's someone who still has to bring certain sacrifices in order to finish the purification process. Trichin tefillah kodesh, they need to immerse in order to eat kodesh. This is a rabbinic. Avalol truma, but immersion is not required for an one or umichusi kapurim to eat truma. Okay, Mishnah Dalit. That all being said, that seems to militate towards the position that tr- kodesh is always more stringent than truma, that the sacrificial things are more stringent than truma. However, because of a sociological reason, or a psychological reason, there are times when we treat truma more stringent than kodesh. Namely, when it comes to an amaaret. An amaaret is someone who is ignorant, and therefore, because they don't know the law, they're generally careless about the laws of truma. Uh, so, because they're careless about the laws of truma, therefore we have to treat any truma coming from an amaaret as if it's tummy. However, in Amaretz, even though they don't know much, everyone knows things coming out of the temple or dealing with the temple have to be dealt with carefully with a higher level of purity, and therefore they are indeed, in fact, careful with the Kodesh, so anything coming from his hands, if he said this is still Tahar, this is still pure, we do trust him. Again, because the Amaretz is less careful with Truma, we can't trust him if he says it's Tahar. Homer with Truma, so here is now a stringency of Truma over Kodesh. Again, because the Amaretz isn't careful with Truma, we have to assume it's Tameh. In the providence of Judea, in Amaretz is trusted regarding the, the Tahara of, of sacrificial wine and oil throughout the year, meaning any wine or oil that belongs to the temple or was given to the temple, if an Amaretz, a, 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 someone who's not careful, comes along and says, this is Tahar, we believe him, we believe it's pure because he's going to be extra careful since he knows the laws. However, when it comes to Truma, that is not the case. 
The only time we're going to be care- we're going to believe the Amaretz is during the, the during the wine pressing and oil pressing seasons because then they know there's a concept of trumos, so they're going to be extra careful. But barring that season, the rest of the year, we can't trust him. We're going to assume he doesn't know the stringency of truma and keeping it pure extends past the season of the wine pressing and the oil pressing. And therefore, if the Amaretz comes to us and says, here's some truma, we have to say it must be impure. We have to assume it's impure. Over Hagitim if the wine pressing and oil pressing seasons pass, the heavy Lochavish Yanchil Truma and the Amarch brings a barrel of Truma to the Kohen, Lo Yakabli Menu. The Kohen cannot accept it from him since he has to assume it is in fact impure. Avon Manicha Legadhaba. However, what an Amarch can do is he can set the Truma aside for the next wine pressing season, and then he's trusted again. And if the um at the end of the pressing season, the Amarch presents a barrel of Truma wine to the Khaver and says this tar. And he says, however, I also have Kodesh in here, a quarter lug of Kodesh, then when he's believed. So here, what's happening here is as follows. The Amaris presents the Kohen with Truma. Normally, he's not believed. But he says, oh, in here is also Kodesh. Well, we assume if he, if he, he safeguarded it for becoming, from becoming impure for Kodesh, it's also an extent to Truma as well. Because again, he's always believed on Kodesh because he knows that Kodesh is so important and so stringent and so severe, he's not ever going to make it impure. And therefore... As we know from earlier Mishnayos, anything that's that's tahar and pure for Kodesh certainly works for Truma. So this last case is Yamar says here's a barrel, but we'll we'll get we'll get to another permutation in a second. He says in this barrel I have both Truma and Kodesh. We can believe him on all of it. Let's say a person has a has a jug has a wine jugs of oil that were prepared by Amaretz. In this case, he hasn't re- he hasn't removed the Truma yet. So, so long as he hasn't removed the truma, what we're essentially looking at, if we put on, you know, our, our clairvoyant glasses, our ability to look in the future, is we have a mixture here of what's going, once you remove the truma, so you have, it's tevel, right now it's tevel, but what you have is a mixture of truma and hulen, and in this scenario, the, the Amaretz also announces his intention that once he removes the appropriate tithe, truma, so now you have hulen, truma, he's also going to then designate some as Kodesh for the uh, temple. So, it's, it's, we essentially have here is a, a mixture. It's not actually a mixture yet, but it's about to become a mixture of Chulin, permitted for everyone, Truma for the Kohen, and Kodesh. Kodesh. He's trusted during the wine pressing season, olive pressing season, on all of it. Um, and even on the, the purity of the jug themselves. If he says, in here, it's all Tahar, we trust him. Certainly during the wine pressing season, we trust him because we trust him always. For, whether it's Truma or not, or, or Kodesh, we trust him during the wine season. But we're even extending that trust that he was also careful about the, the jug themselves. They didn't become impure. The Kodem Legitim Shivan Yom. And also for 70 days prior to the wine pressing season, he's also believed because the assumption is that... It takes, you know, the seven days prior to the, the wine pressing and oil pressing seasons, they start beginning to prepare their jugs in order to uh, make them pure. Pure. However, he's not trusted on the utensils past, um, he's not trusted on the utensils if they only contain truma. The implication here is as follows, just because it was a little bit muddled, is as follows. Once you introduce Kodish into the mix, so we're going to trust Yamaharch regardless because he's always careful. If you have a jug of truma and it's during the wine pressing season we trust you on we trust you on the truma and we trust you on the jug once and that extends also or, or it's not extends but it also includes the seven days prior to it however um if you have a drug and this jug only has truma so then during the wine pressing season we don't trust him for the jug only for the truma itself again so one last time 
If you have, anytime you have Kodesh in it, we trust you for everything. We even extend that to the, to the vessel. If you only have Truma, you're only believed on it during the wine pressing season, and we don't trust you for the jug. However, if, if you put Kodesh in there as well, we trust you for the jug as well. I wish you all a wonderful day.